0: During the Broadway plan debate last June, the previous city council endorsed an amendment in support of adding new protected bike lanes along the length of Broadway, timed with the completion of the SkyTrain's Millennium Line Broadway extension under the street. Now the city of Vancouver this week has come back to council uh, recommending against the idea. There are, of course, plans for wider sidewalks, for pedestrians and patios along the revamped uh, Broadway line. Last week on this show, we had Bridget Anderson on on, on, on this program. Uh, she is, of course the uh, presidency of the Metro Vancouver Board of Trade, she uh, came on this program, basically said, look, uh, we have, we already have a bike lane on 10th, and there's also a lane, of course, uh, available on 7th and 8th, uh, that we need to move goods and services along the Broadway corridor, and there's going to be wider pedestrian uh, sidewalks, of course, and uh, room for potentially patios as well, and that we do not need any more bike lanes. So there's been significant conversation uh, on this program from elected officials and other others uh, for and against and i wanted to bring uh, our next guest uh, on the show as well he's been very much connected to city politics Uh, he was former co-chair of the vancouver renters advisory committee uh, and has been engaged in this process from day one has been very active in speaking especially for young families on the issue of density housing and of course livability Uh, kit Souter, thank you for joining us today Thanks for having me. So, uh, I saw uh, something you had posted on social media a few days ago. Uh, You have been a supporter of ABC Vancouver, the majority uh, uh, council at the moment. Uh, uh, But they have certainly come out and said, look, they believe in uh, movement of goods and people along Broadway. They said, look, we already have. A, a bicycle lane on 10th. Uh, we don't need one on Broadway. One of their uh, counselors was on this show just last Friday saying that. Uh, you, however, have come out in support of bike lanes on Broadway. Walk me through why you think we need them.
1: Yeah, so just, I mean, I'm a longtime time supporter of Ken and the ABC slate um, and a big fan of the work that they've been doing uh, in their first six months. And I, I hope to continue to be a big supporter of theirs. And I, I think that I will be. Um, This is just a matter of of one um, difference of opinion on policy, but I think that um, the mayor and council might be missing the opportunity and being more concerned about the costs, right? And I think that that is where uh, Bridget Anderson and GV Bob's concerns come from as well, right? There's the concern about the impact on um, an already tight economy, the impact on recovering businesses after the course of the pandemic and what it means to potentially shake things up on Broadway, but I'll just be blunt jazz. I remember sitting in the Cactus Club on Broadway during the uh, last um, genuine Canucks playoff run, uh, (laughs) which is more than a decade ago now. (laughs) And uh, it sucked then uh, sitting beside six lanes of traffic. And I walked down Broadway to a dentist appointment last Monday and it sucks now. Um, And Broadway can't be a great street, which is what the proposal is the Broadway plan proposal is to transform Broadway into a cultural and commercial center for the entire city as Vancouver's second downtown. And um, if we continue to prioritize all forms of vehicle traffic, all forms of street parking um, along that entire corridor, it can never achieve that because it's simply too much space that's dedicated to exhaust, to uh, braking, to honking, to frustrated drivers as they're trying to get from A to B. Um, so the solution that needs to be weighed and considered, and that I really do hope that council and the mayor adopt, is that they go with the option two proposal that's currently in the mobility lane plan, um, a proposal that was asked for by three of the incumbent ABC councillors uh, and the Greens and one city on council. They all got reelected. They all voted to have this option provided to them. And um, all it would be is you substantively remove street parking along Broadway, which quite frankly, shouldn't be there in the first place, because anyone who has to drive during rush hour knows that the worst people to be around are people who don't know how to parallel park. And so creating spaces for people to slow down traffic for sometimes multiple minutes, cause traffic jams, frustrate people, resulting in road rage, is the worst thing to have on a commuter corridor. So what you do is you bump out um, the space into those parking lanes. You Uh allocate time and jurisdiction to make it possible for delivery for commercial vehicles, so that those businesses can be served and prioritized, and then you use the mobility lanes and the tree space to act as a buffer for more parklets, more plazas, so that businesses actually get supported. Uh,
0: but so let's just go back to the original point. There during rush hour, those extra lanes would be needed anyway. You're not parking there uh, during rush hour. I mean, those aren't aren't those lanes needed just to move goods and services and people at that time?
1: Well, they certainly haven't been being used for the last two and a half years. Um, The City's own assessment on it says that the use of Broadway has been reduced by at least 15% over the course of the last two years uh, as a consequence of construction. It has not resulted in substantial traffic jams. Their projection on the Broadway uh, line extension to the Millennium Line is a 15% reduction in total on top of that of car usage. And I would remind you, Jazz, I'm sure you remember, um, when the Canada line extension came in, Ministry of Transportation, City of Vancouver, said we'd see a 10% reduction in bridge crossing. uh, And what ended up happening was over 30%. And so we had an oversubscription to the subway line when that came in, a massive collapse in drivership. And I expect that we'll see the same thing happen along Broadway corridor, which is why we need to plan for this, and especially considering the fact just voted down the pace of change policy that you've covered in depth on your show over the course of the last two weeks, um, which will mean that there will be room for thousands and thousands of new purpose-built rental units along with other housing options along this corridor. And those people will not be able um, to fit two cars per family along the Broadway corridor and drive on it. They need to have alternatives for safe mobility.
0: What's wrong with 10th Avenue though? Like if, if you already have a line there, why do you need to have this conversation?
1: I'll tell you what's wrong with 10th Avenue. My daughter just turned three uh, she was born a month before the pandemic and she got a scooter, right? Yeah. Um, she's three years old. She's a toddler. She's done a great job learning uh, road safety and she stops at every intersection and hops off and holds my hand across, right? Mm-hmm. But if I want my daughter to learn how to bike safely on a strider, if I want my daughter to be able to ride a bike um, in this city, I'm not going to be able to help her start doing that until she's nine, 10, 11 years old. Whereas if there's fully separated mobility lanes that have uh, a barrier and buffer from traffic, I can safely take her to spaces where that's the case and have her become a more active participant in our, in our city at a much earlier age, which I think is better for everyone and in particular better for families.
0: Uh, if you're a betting man, what's the chance of this happening? The bike, bicycle lanes on Broadway. I'm curious because this is, you know, sometimes these things were promised, but some of them, some of the folks that were elected did promise it perhaps. Uh, but uh, there's a new reality now as well. People want things moving along and, 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 and parties sometimes have a broader, uh, you know, concerns they have to look at and views change. So if you're a betting man, what's the chance of a bicycle lane being added to Broadway in your mind right now from what you see?
1: Well, I guarantee you that there will be mobility lanes on Broadway someday. The question is whether or not Ken Sim and ABC Vancouver have the courage to do it today. And I would strongly encourage them to look at the lessons that have been learned in London and Paris, where we saw massive uptake in adoptions after uh, removing cars from city centres and from adding over 300 kilometers of bike lanes, in the case of Paris, in less than a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And they saw the mode of transportation go from between 6 and 11%, depending on the arrondissement in Paris, of uh, people riding bikes, to uh, between 24 and 30% of people using bikes as their primary mode of transportation. We can have the exact same thing here. We should be modeling this on the High Line. We should be focusing on the total transformation of Broadway, mm-hmm. because we're turning it to a car sewer with derelict commercial frontages, is not building a better city for all Vancouver.
0: Well, look forward, forward to having you in the, st- in the studio again on this issue because I don't think it's going to go away. Really appreciate your time today.
1: Thanks so much, Jeff. Have a great day.